from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. We turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Are you guys coming back to finish the interview? And you know what I'm here? Okay. Make a donation. We'll solve all the. To the young people. Okay, thank you. Very what are the what are the what are the benefits of socialism? I mean, let's just talk about it. What? Well, you're, well, you're a representative of the people. If you don't want to answer the question. We're just right. We're walking back. Okay. That's enough. Thank you. I mean, you should be able to answer the questions. You want to spend trillions of other people's money. Thank you. No, I can walk. We can walk, Thank right? You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to say? You. Have a good day. Do you want to say anything, though? I have nothing to say. Take care. I just figured if socialism was so good, you would espouse its benefits. Do you want to say anything on his behalf? Do you like capitalism, that you can afford those nice suits? You realize when, when we get socialism, you're not going to be able to afford those. You're going to be eating your pets like they're doing in Venezuela. That's the reality of socialism. I pray this generation wakes up. If you believe in what we're doing, do me a favor. Go to FrontlineAmerica.com. Hit that donate button. And there you go, folks. Ben Berkwam, our own Ben Berkwam, Real America's Voice News, down in D.C. doing what journalists used to do in the United States of America. Doing the hard work that investigative journalists used to do in this great country we call home and the great experiment. And Ben Berkwam gets puts a camera in their face, 
puts a microphone in their face, and asks them the hard questions. If you noticed, if you noticed there, just like the other day when Ben was doing this as well, and that one representative said, you're a national security threat. You're a national security threat. You see what they're doing? They've changed the definition to words so much that now, just by merely asking the hard questions, which is what journalism is, you can be labeled a national security threat, a white supremacist, or, better yet, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the FBI, they're labeling us terrorists now. So you better not wear a Make America Great Again hat. You might be labeled as a terrorist. You better not ask the hard questions. You might be labeled as a terrorist or a racist. Either way, you've been getting called those names for the last six years anyway. So what does it really matter? And I have a special guest for tonight's show. Uh, we'll be coming on probably around... Uh, halfway through the show, uh, Anna Perez, producer of The Water Cooler, um, which is a show right here on Real America's Voice News with David Brody. And she has a lot to talk about when it comes to this subject because Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo, who's now also being um, accused of sexual assault, uh, are melting down lately because people are leaving the mainstream... You're CNN, you're fake news. Fake news media, and they are going to places like Real America's Voice because they want truth. They're tired of it. And don't just think it's CNN, folks. It's Fox and everybody else, too. We are done with the same old, same old. We are done with the same old dog and pony show, and we're done with the runaround. Everybody wants real news, and they want somebody they can trust, and they want somebody that will look them in the eye and reason with them. And that's exactly what you get right here on Real America's Voice News. I am your ever-so-humble host, God-fearing and God-loving, flag-waving hip-hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America. I'm coming to you from the live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire. And boy, have we had quite a week, haven't we? We have had quite a week right here on Live from America. And of course... The entire Real America's Voice family has had quite a week. It's been a week of ups and downs and ups and downs, but guess what? We stay winning. We stay with our eyes on the prize, and we stay with our feet on the gas. I would like to give a big shout-out to Buck Busters. Buck Busters watched earlier on... on uh, on social media, on Rumble, I believe it was, he made a comment, and he said, you know, I've been watching your show for like a year and a half, and I've never got a shout-out. So, Buck Busters, shout-out to you, my friend. I hope that uh, I hope you hear that, and uh, I'm glad to have you, and thank you so much for all your support uh, through this incredible, incredible journey that we've had here on Live from America. I would also like to remind everybody of the Save America Freedom Tour uh, bus coming up, a trip coming up, I should say, with myself, Ben Berkwam, Amanda Head, and the entire Real America's Voice production team. We will be in St. Louis, Missouri. Actually, actually, I won't be, but the, the bus and the team will actually be in Des Moines, Iowa, the day before for the President Trump rally. And then we will be going to St. Louis, Missouri on October 10th. And uh, we will be with um, with some Real America Voice, uh, Real America's Voice News hosts and, of course, the entire production team. That's where it starts in St. Louis, Missouri. I will tell you a venue uh, starting next week. Also, after that, um, on the 12th, we will be in Richmond, Virginia. Actually, Glen Allen, Virginia. And we'll be there with Steve Bannon, John Fredericks, and uh, a slew of other people for their event that they're having there, their Action, Action, Action Rally, which is going to be quite fun. And then, of course, on October 14th, we end 
in Virginia Beach. And all of these locations are still to be determined. I will let you guys know as we get closer. And then, of course, as we move in towards the fall months and the winter months, we will be headed out west. Finally, finally headed out west. Maybe we waited. Maybe we waited until the warm, the warm, or the cold months here to go over there. I don't know. Either way, that's where we're heading next. So, and I promised you, since the month is over, folks, we have a dum dum of the month to give away. So you know we do a dum dum award every day, right? Somebody who's being, come on, let's just face it, somebody's just being dumb. They get a dum dum award. Well, at the end of every month. Somebody who's been really dumb throughout the whole month and so, done, you know, like over the top dumb things, well, then they get the dumb dumb award of the month. So I would like to go ahead and award that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, here on Live from America, we like to honor the dumb dumbs because it takes an incredible person to say such dumb things. It takes an incredibly courageous person to get up every day, get out of bed. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, how much can you say today that's just extremely stupid? How many dumb things can you say today? Previously, we've given this award to many people here on Live from America. People such as Cackling Kamala Harris, Wino Drunk John Boehner, of course, the resident of the White House himself, Mr. Poop Pants. He's also gotten... The Dumb Dumb Award, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for such a low IQ and for saying such dumb things. But today, ladies and gentlemen, have no fear, because the Dumb Dumb Award is still around, and we're going to give it to General White Rage Millie. General White Rage Millie, for all of the leaking that you did to the fake news media, for all the leaking that you did to get your book deal, for all of the times you turned your back on President Trump, and for that one big time that you decided to call China and tell them that in no way would we be attacking them. You, my friend, get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month for the month of September 2021. Congratulations, General White Rage Millie. I hope that you take this coveted award and share it with your friends and family. <laughs> You know we had to do that. You know we had to do that, folks. General White Rage Millie, could it have gone to a better person? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, you know we like to have fun here. Of course, we're not trying to really make fun of anybody. We're just having a little fun. America needs a comedy. You know, America needs some laughter again. They need some comedy again. You know what I mean? Let's make comedy great again. Let's make it okay to have a little bit of fun. Because we know the left, the names they call us and the things that they say about us is far worse than a dum-dum award, if you know what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on social media, i.e. YouTube or Rumble or any of the other social media platforms, please do me the honor of sharing, liking, subscribing, following, and you know the drill. And if you're watching on Digital TV or Real America's Voice News, thank you so, so very much for joining in tonight. October 1st, we've made it, folks. We are in October, and it says, for Jesus Calling... Your problems feel so heavy because you have given them too much power. Each time you focus on them and forget about me, you empower them a little bit more. I want you to put your troubles down long enough to view the vast expanse of life that is spread out before you, all the way into eternity. 
2 Corinthians 4.17, which is actually kind of odd because the verse of the day also came from Corinthians. But 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And also from Psalm 62.8, which says, Trust in him at all times, O people, pour out your hearts for him. For God is our refuge, Selah. Also, you can look at 2 Corinthians 4, 6 as well. Uh, and before you turn out the light tonight, here's the best way to lay your problems down. Pour your heart out to me. Folks, open your heart up to God. If you're going to open your heart up to anybody, open it up to your Lord and Savior because he so desperately wants to hear from you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And the more you do that, the less you'll have of stress, the less you'll have of anxiety, the less fears you'll have, and the more courage and stamina and determination you'll get. And you'll notice the more you get into the Word, the better your life becomes. Please join with me in saying the Lord's Prayer as we get started for the first and foremost section of today. And again, if you have family members, friends, colleagues, or associates in the room with you, ask them to please, if they know the Lord's Prayer, to join in all together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I found my journey with Jesus in October of 2016. So this month marks five years of my amazing transformation and journey with God. And it's truly, truly a story. Maybe I'll write a book someday about it. My good friend Jeff Raphael has. Maybe I'll follow his steps and write a book about it someday. We're going to come right back from this commercial break with the first and foremost section. You don't want to go anywhere tonight. There's a lot of stuff to go through. And of course, Real America's Voice News, Anna Perez joins us tonight. We'll be right back right after this. And for the live from America audience, for the live audience, I don't know what happened to the beginning of the show. I'm not sure. And thank you very much for that Rumble rant, that $10 Rumble rant. God bless you. Every little bit helps, and I very much appreciate it. Um, and I was able to uh, take pictures today of the studio, which I'll be posting, of the construction, I should say, and write the final check for the contractor. So that was truly incredible and a blessing from God to be able to get so many um, unexpected donations to be able to do that. Yeah, again, folks, I don't know what happened, so I'm really going to need you to share the video out again. I know you probably shared in the beginning, but that link will no longer work. Um, and what I did is I just hustled and hustled and hustled to get it all back up in time. But i got to tell you, folks, it isn't as easy as one, two, three. It, it takes, there is a lot of time invested into getting this show up and ready and ready to go. I couldn't believe I did, that it worked out so that we got it back up so quickly. Um, would love to hear your testimony, says Black Bear. It's, it's, it's quite a testimony, actually. It really is. It's quite a testimony. I did not want anything to do with it. Just put it that way. The testimony... Um, is definitely uh, surrounds me not wanting to do any of it. I didn't want anything to do with Christianity. I didn't want anything to do with the gospel. And I sure as heck didn't want anything to do with going to church. Boy, that changed. 
Jeremy, I sent you a $20 rant. It took my donation, but said something went wrong and no rant showed up. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry about that. Um, it might, it might have just not showed up, but it went in. And we got a $40 do donation from Hawaii, from Mateo, 2018. God bless you, sir. Joe didn't have his teleprompter when he visited the house today, so he only gave six minutes of whispering. Yeah, I know. It's, he, the, the guy is, like I said, he was going to make it to fall. I might be a little bit behind, but there's a reason you haven't been hearing from Kamala Harris. I can tell you that. I'm back in. It kept freezing. Whoa, big, is that big Bopa? I almost said Big Papa. Big Papa. <laughs> but Big Bopa sent $100 and says, keep up the Lord's work. You know what? It's an honor to, to uh, spread the gospel. And uh, I would, I would now that I've been uh, walking with Jesus, I would pay to spread the gospel. So it's, it's inc incredibly a, uh, a generous blessing to be able to receive money. Thank you very much. Thank goodness for the new studio. Yeah, the new studio is going to be, wait till you guys see it. I've seen the plans. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Did you hear the White House set up a fake office for him across the building? Yes, I did. I was posting the pictures the other day. Uh, just everything is fake. The world is a set. You know what I mean? The world is definitely a set. Wendy Wilson says she's being groomed to take over. Joe is on his way out. Yeah. Well, when you're soiling yourself, that's what happens. I want to say hi to Marlene Allen, and I want to say hi to Beverly Palumbo and Megan Nicole. Jeremy, they had newspapers out now asking what is happening to Joe. I saw it at my local grocery store today. I, I'm telling you, the mainstream media has to embrace it sooner or later. They do because it's getting that bad. It's just truly getting that bad. So, Bargain Queen says, Jeremy, you feed our spirits. Well, it comes right from God right to you, so all glory goes to him. Let's come back from break real quick for the first and foremost section because it's I got good news today. I got good news today. I got to give you good news, right? All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, right here on Real America's Voice News. It's truly an honor to be with you five days a week, every single night. And for the new audience from Real America's Voice News, um, I know that there's a lot of Live from America members, uh, family members we call them, audience members, uh, followers, whatever whatever words you use. Um, they've been in this, they've been with this, uh, doing this ride for a while. And it's truly incredible with the leaps and bounds that God has done for us. So if anybody would like to say anything in the comment section regarding that to the Real America's Voice News and I catch it, I'll definitely read it to them. But right now it's time to get to the first and foremost section of today. And also, these people, who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought that God would do this? But Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin have left the building, ladies and gentlemen. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin have left the building. And what I mean by that is Kirsten Cinema physically left the building. She boarded a plane <laughs> back to Arizona. Done talking about the $3.5 trillion spending uh, uh, utopia. Not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. And uh, Joe Manchin says the same thing. Now, Joe Manchin didn't physically leave, but Joe Manchin said, look, no, we're not having any discussions outside of $1.5 trillion. We're not going up to $3.5 trillion. He said, if you want to have a discussion anywhere from 0 to $1.5 trillion, we can have that discussion. But guess what? He also said that discussions will start no later than October 1st. What's today? <laughs> October 1st. October 1st. Let's go ahead and read the story real quick. It's 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 great to see. Biden's $3.5 trillion spending bill hits a stalemate, ladies and gentlemen, as Kirsten Cinema leaves DC before a deal could be made. The Senate will not, I repeat, 
the Senate will not be voting on Biden's $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill anytime soon since Democrat Senator Kirsten Sinema has left for Washington or left Washington for the weekend. Democrats have control over both chambers of Congress and the White House, yet they still can't b- pass Biden's $3.5 trillion spending bill, recon- um, spending bill through reconciliation. Joe Biden doesn't even need Republicans to pass the bill, and he's still failing. <laughs> you know why, Joe? Because nobody cares about what you're trying to do in your agenda and your woke-topia little fantasy of rainbows and unicorns. It isn't happening. The American people vastly, vastly don't want... I mean, millions and millions of people don't want anything to do with this spending bill. They do not want to raise the debt limit. They don't want trillions of dollars um, to to transform this country. And And the reason why they don't want it is because of news stations like Real America's Voice News. The reason why they don't want it is because of people like Ben Berkwam, people like David Brody, people like Anna Perez. That is the greatness of, of, of alternative media to fake news mainstream media. And that is why they're melting down so much. Because our job is to get the truth to the American people, and the American people then express their disgust or their like for whatever it is. And the American people have truly truly express their disgust for any of these trillion dollar spending bills they don't want them so thank god for an alternative way to bring media to the people and to inform the american people of exactly what is going on okay cinema took off and joe biden is mia that's right ladies and gentlemen and so many blue check mark liberals are tweeting about it they're so angry i can't believe kirsten cinema left one person said another person said kirsten cinema ought to just resign today because she's no democrat they're literally putting out attack ads on her again spending million dollars to shame her what do you expect her to do what do you expect her to do honestly what do you expect somebody to do when you're doing this to them all you're doing is, sh- is showing exactly who you are you've already lost tulsi gabbard she has she has nothing to do with the democratic party anymore not that I'm not that her and I have anything in common as far as the way we think, as far as politics goes. But she's already left. She, I mean, she doesn't want anything to do with the Democratic Party the way it is. There's many moderates besides Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema who want nothing to do with this stuff. But the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, is that us calling Kirsten Cinema and us calling Joe Manchin, like we've done many times during the daytime show here on Live from America, I think it made a difference because thousands of us. For the Real America's Voice News who don't know, um, one thing that we do on the show during the, in the morning show is we call school boards, we call school facility, uh, school buildings, we talk, we we try to talk to uh, principals and superintendents, we call senators, we call uh, representatives, state senators, state representatives. We do everything we can to try to get our voice heard, and I do it right here on speakerphone. We do it together because that's how we should do things. And so we were constantly, constantly leaving messages for Kirsten Cinema and calling her office and giving her encouragement to say, look, withstand the attacks. You don't know the left the way we know the left, even though you're part of it. And it seems like she has. She seems like she has. God bless. Uh, Jeremy, can you shout out six-year-old David Adams from Pennsylvania? Yes, I can. Hey, six-year-old David, God bless you. God bless your parents. God bless Pennsylvania. And uh, sounds like you got a, a, a nice group of... Uh, parents and a great family there it's truly an honor to um to give you a shout out hi david how you doing it's good to see you buddy and um 
But a lot of people wanted me to also say that they've been here from the beginning and that you're in good hands here on Live from America. So uh, it's, it's great being able to read some of these, some of these uh, comments while we're live. So, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like the, the, the and, and of course we knew know yesterday that Nancy Pelosi here, punch drunk Pelosi, she had to delay her vote because they don't have the votes. There is no support behind these bills because the world knows what it will do. It will destroy this country. So as long as we continue to keep calling and encouraging people like Kirsten Cinema, calling and encouraging people like Joe Manchin, calling and 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 um giving people like AOC <laughs> a brain aneurysm by doing reverse psychology on her and say, how dare you, how dare Nancy Pelosi treat you the way she does? Calling people like Ray, Rashida Tlaib and be like, how dare Nancy Pelosi and the leaders of that party treat you like they do? They've been doing that to us for years. It's time we do the same thing. It's time we do the same thing, folks. i got some more good news before we go to the next commercial break. Um, outside of these trillion-dollar spending bills not being voted on. And by the way, the further we get to November, the better chance we have of none of them passing. Because once we hit November, folks, we're in full-on midterm campaign mode. And nothing gets done during campaign season. And campaign season starts a year before the elections. So if we can just squeeze this out until November... I think we'll be safe. Let's keep our foot on the gas. Let's keep our eye on the prize. And let's continue to make a difference here in this country. Wisconsin and Delaware. Wisconsin and Delaware are now joining the forensic audit bandwagon as Americans try to find out exactly what happened on November 3rd, 2020. Okay? Let me first talk about Wisconsin. Wisconsin Special Counsel Michael Gableman has subpoenaed Wisconsin election officials as part of his investigation into the 2020 fraudulent election. The Wisconsin Special Counsel overseeing an election review in the state has subpoenaed Wisconsin election officials. Mike Michael Gableman has served subpoenas to administrators of the Wisconsin Election Commission, the Executive Director of the Milwaukee Election Commission, and four city clerks as part of his probe into the 2020 election. On Friday morning, today, subpoenas were served to Wisconsin Election Commissioner Administrator Megan Wolf. Subpoenas were also um, served to the Milwaukee Election Commission Director Claire Woodall Vogue, who we talked about months ago when we exposed the email that she put out, or that we that we uh, that we were able to retrieve of her basically gloating and laughing about. Uh, her being able to send them just as many votes as they needed to steal the election after 3 a.m. And this is what this is pertaining to. Okay, So Election Commission Director Claire woodall Vogue, the city clerks of Madison, the city clerk of Green Bay, the city clerk of Racine, and the, and the city clerk of Kenosha, as well as former executive assistant to Racine Mayor Corey Mason. Folks, things are happening. See, our efforts pay off. We might not hear about some things for a week. We might not hear about some of these things for two weeks. But our efforts are paying off. This is good news. This is good news for Wisconsin. And we always thought that Wisconsin was the lowest hanging fruit anyways because of their strong election laws. The subpoenas seek all records related to grants from the Center for Tech and Civic Life, a group funded by who? Mark Zuckerberg, ladies and gentlemen. So these subpoenas... And these investigations have all been surrounding the money 
that Mark Zuckerberg dumped into these swing states to steal this election. And I hope, I hope and pray that outside of suing big tech like President Trump is doing, that we can find some criminal activity with Jack Dorsey, who I call Osama bin wannabe with his new beard and turban, and Mark Zuckerberg, okay? So, a group funded by Mark Zuckerberg that is accused of taking over the administration of the presidential election in Green Bay and having undue influence on election administration in Milwaukee, Racine, Kenosha, and Madison. The five cities, dubbed the Wisconsin Five, submitted a joint bid for CTCL grant money to help administer the presidential election. Emails from former Green Bay clerk Chris Tesk revealed earlier this year, and we talked about those, that the CTCL partner organization, the National Vote at Home Institute, had unlawfully taken over the administration of the city's election. In Milwaukee, Woodall Vogue was provided, uh, providing National Vote and Home Wisconsin lead Michael Spitzer Rubenstein with daily email updates on early voting. And Spitzer Rubenstein even requested access to the city of Milwaukee's voter database, which Woodall Vogue ended up declining. However, I want to show you this email. Let me, let's go to this email so I can bring this up on the screen. Because this is important. This is the email that we showed months and months and months ago. See if I can, um, see if I can find this while I got you guys here. Bear with me. It's really important. All right, here's this email. Let me bring this over real quick. So see this? This is from Claire Woodall Vogue. Okay, Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. She says, she, this is to Ryan Chu, LOL, I just wanted to say I had been awake for a full 24 hours. He says, damn, Claire, you have a flair for drama, delivering just the margin needed at 3 a.m. I bet you had those votes counted at midnight and just wanted to keep the world waiting. See that? There it is right there. Ryan Chu, the election group. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that absolutely amazing? Looks like you just gave us the votes we needed. Thanks a lot. I'm telling you, folks, these fo- these people are quickly becoming rats in the corner. We are trapping them. We will expose everything they did, and they will see justice in our lifetime. So I just wanted to give you that piece of good news, and there's more. Delaware as well. Now Delaware, folks, only 10% of the 2020 election results audited. 20,000 invalid or suspected ballots identified already. Delaware saw massive fraudulent votes being submitted in the 2020 election and nursing homes that had way more votes submitted than people who lived there, according to the 2020 Delaware U.S. Senate candidate. Oh, by the way, by the way, this is Biden's home state. Okay, this is a state that he definitely should have won, right? You know, when he went there with his little circles and he was putting his little circles in the, in the, in the grass and five people showed up, he definitely should have won, right? This is why it's important to do a 50-state audit because you're going to find out a lot of states that call themselves blue or that are blue on paper are actually red. All right? Check this out. <clears throat> Patriots for Delaware held a public meeting on September 28th where they relayed some initial findings in reference to their 2020 election canvas that raised more questions than answers. Not only did dead people vote everywhere, there also seems to be a high number of votes coming from the nursing homes who don't have nearly that many beds. In one case, one of the nursing homes was showing a 350% capacity 
where votes came from them. Now, you're never even going to get 100% of the people in a nursing home to vote. One of these nursing homes had had uh, so many votes coming from it that it would have been a 350% capacity in the nursing home. And that's just the start of it, folks. It goes deeper and deeper and deeper. I won't get into it right now. I know it's Friday. I know you've had enough of this this week. But Delaware is going to do a forensic audit there as well as if we have anything to say about it. So, ladies and gentlemen, like dominoes, one after the other after the other, they are falling. We're going to take a quick commercial break right here on Real America's Voice News. And we will be back with more Live from America and our very own Anna Perez right after this. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. I'm uh, with that with that rough start today. Uh, it's been it's been uh, <laughs> you know that's Anna is a producer. When Anna comes on, she's a producer, and uh, that's exactly what I need as a producer. I'd like to say thank you to um, to some more donors here. Prayers for our country. It's a joke, says uh, Sandy. Looks like Sandy. Um, well, so we got Mary, Mary A.M. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And Tracy, God bless you. I appreciate that as well. But yeah, one thing that we're going to talk about here when, when, when we bring our next guest on is exactly the breakdown of media in this country. I mean, you saw when we started the show today, Ben Berkwam, how he was asking people questions and they just asking Bernie Sanders questions. And he's like, you're being rude. You're being rude. How is asking a question being rude? I know Ben. Ben is never rude. Ben is not a rude person. Ben is a godly person. But yet, Bernie Sanders is like, you're being rude. You're being rude. You're being rude. We're going to get the money from you. We're going to get the $3.5 trillion from you. You're being rude. Okay, Bernie, we're asking questions. And then, of course, that other representative yesterday or two days ago said to him, you're a national security threat. And that's how they're spinning this stuff, folks. So Anna Perez did a, a story yesterday on the water cooler that caught my eye. And it was about <laughs> this very same thing, about how... The mainstream media has failed us, and now because everybody's leaving them to go find other sources of news, now they're freaking out, melting down, crying, and doing everything they can. They think they think they can insult their way to get their viewers back. Insult the viewers that left to get them back. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are watching the show right now that are fans of Anna, and uh, I am too. I've been a big fan of hers for, for a long time. So when we come back from the break, what we're going to do is I'm going to show this clip uh, that, that I saw yesterday, and then, of course, we're going to bring Anna on. But, but she hit the nail on the head when you see this clip. She really did. She hit the nail on the head, and it's pretty sad when a 24-year-old um, uh, journalist producer can put the smack down on 40- and 50-year-old guys that have been doing this for a lot longer. I, I love it. I love it. I really do. So, <clears throat> Jeremy, in all reality, how much can get done with these audits that will have a positive effect on the 2022 midterms? That's a very good question. Let me answer it. Huge, 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 huge. Y-U-G-E. A lot of stuff is going is, is has been done, is being done, and will be done in the next few months that will have a huge impact on the 2022 midterm election. So, I, this is assuming... Nothing happens with President Donald J. Trump from now until then, okay? Huge effect on 2022. That's why they're trying to nationalize the elections. That's why they're trying to do anything they can to take the elections away from these swing states because these swing states are never going to let them cheat that way again. So, you know, and I've been saying that for months. Everybody doesn't believe me, but I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's come back from break. Let's show this clip, and then let's bring in our guest.
Welcome back to Real America's Voice News, live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. So yesterday, I saw a clip from the water cooler, and uh, Real America's Voice uh, own uh, Anna Perez was filling in for David Brody, and I saw this clip, and I thought this clip was just great. I thought it was genius, so I shared it on my social media platforms, reached out to Anna today, and of course she's going to come on, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we do that, let's go to the clip that I'm talking about. Here we go. Everyone, now time for the last sip. It appears CNN is really losing it over the fact that no one likes them anymore. Don Lemon proved this just recently after having a bit of an emotional meltdown on air with his buddy Chris Cuomo over the fact that alternative media networks are being big meanies and making fun of him and should therefore be censored. But there are a lot of things that are felonious that you're letting get by yeah. just because it works for your business model. Yeah. And the time has come for them. We have to flip it yeah. and show us that you can't do what you're being asked to do. The most egregious of it all, though, is what you said. It's the people who have the biggest platform on social media. They're all righties. It's, they're all righties. They're all of them are righties. And listen, even in, if you want to call it legacy media, even, even you know, some of the conservative media, they do the same thing. They have no, um, no, they have no real protocol. They have no real structure in what they they, can, they say what they want. They put headlines and things and write about things. They that, say it's opinion. Yeah, this but, is all but, opinion. But that most people, most people, we would never even put it on, give it the light of day because that's because we one, have news accountability. That's, that's, that's the, the Fox that, farce. The whole yeah, nighttime lineup is entertainment. All right, but Fox and social, they said they, then they shouldn't put news behind it. And social media should do the same thing. They should not just be able to put things out there and, with, you know, and, because and they know. Because we have news accountability, please. <laughs> They're the last people who have news accountability. I mean, what emotional and intellectual lightweights they all are. They get their feelings hurt by one mean tweet or a 24-year-old woman like myself ranting about how ridiculous they are and suddenly the world comes crashing down. Really proves how weak and out of touch they are. I mean, talk about North Korea. If these guy had it, guys had it their way, Real America's Voice would cease to exist. Hell, no media companies would exist other than fake news. What I've come to realize is that it's the self-importance of the left and the media that drives them to support this kind of censorship. They really do believe that they're God, which is why they get so angry at conservatives. Conservatives already had God in their lives, and therefore... They only see the Don Lemons and Chris Cuomo's of the world as men, weak men at that. It's the truth. They're weak. They can't handle anybody else's thoughts being displayed out there for them to see. It's too insulting to them. They can't, they can't stand seeing a mean comment about CNN or themselves. I mean, these are grown men we're talking about. How pathetic. But that's it for today's show. Don't forget to tune in again tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on Real America's Voice. David will be hosting. Uh, the, the way she, the way she broke that down, and and the way the look on her face when she was like, "Please, these are grown men we're talking about. How pathetic!" Um, <laughs> it's truly incredible. I want to make sure that I have uh, Anna with me right now. It looks like we do have her in. Um, Anna, if you're if you're on, I'll ask you to turn on your camera. Make sure that. Uh, your, your microphone is on and you're ready to go. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please let me introduce, if you don't know her, the producer and sometimes fill-in host for the water cooler, ladies and gentlemen, Anna Perez. Anna, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. Oh, it's an honor to have you. I, I've been a big fan for a long time. Every time you fill in, I'm like, oh, i got to catch the show. Anna's filling in <laughs> and she's going to educate. So 
So I watched this clip yesterday, okay? I thought it was tremendous. I shared it everywhere. Uh, every, nothing but positive remarks. People are like, way to go, girl. Hold these guys accountable. So wh where did you? So were they referencing RAV exactly, or were they just referencing conservative media as a whole when, when they were doing this clip? Um, no, they weren't referencing RAV uh, specifically. They were kind of talking about censorship as a whole and media as a whole. And basically they were saying that, you know, it's, it's the righties that are having the biggest influence now and that they have to be censored and that social media has to do a better job of censoring them. And, you know, it just obviously is hilarious to me because, first of all, uh, right-wing networks don't have the biggest grip on um, influence as far as social media goes. I mean, we're banned left and right. Um, but, you know, more than that, it was just hilarious watching them have this emotional breakdown because really what I, I learned when I saw that clip was that, you know, it, it, it dawned on me that the reason why the left in the media are such advocates of censorship, of this draconian censorship uh, that is very, you know, antithetical to what America is and what our Constitution literally says, uh, it, it, what it is is that their feelings are hurt. And it's all about narcissism. It's, and I used to think that it was, oh, it's just them wanting to push the democratic narrative and they don't want, you know, any other views being seen because they can't handle it and also because it's not what they want the world to see. And that is part of it. There's a lot of components to this. But I think the larger, most, you know, egregious part of this is that it's actually more about themselves. And, you know, as I said in the clip, it's because, you know, they, they literally believe that they are God <laughs> and they want people to follow them. And sadly, a lot of the left do follow them. A lot of their viewers see them as God. Um, and as I mentioned in the clip again, I mean, conservatives, the reason why we don't have that same idea, we don't like worship news anchors like that is because we have a God. We don't need to worship a man that is not God. That Well, that's exactly right. And you, and you know, you, you, you said something there about not having the grip on social media like the, like the left does because we're banned left and right. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm banned permanently from Facebook for the rest of my life. Like, they banned me for life. They took away, I don't know, I had a page of over a half a million. It was my second page, by the way. Had over a half a million. I'd go live. I was getting 20, 30, 35,000 live viewers. And they, could, they, they couldn't handle that. So they couldn't handle that engagement. So they ended up banning me for life. Twitter banned me for life. YouTube bans me all the time, and yet we're still here. So imagine if we weren't... See, they've lost 40% of their viewership at CNN. Um, Fox has lost about 30% of their viewership. I don't know what MSNBC and the others have lost, but a lot. And they're, they're looking, because people are looking for truth, even people watching CNN are like, you know what, I'm done. That's why they've lost so much. And so they're going and they're finding alternative media like RAV, OAN, Newsmax, whatever it is. But can you imagine how bad we would have crippled them had, um, had big tech not ever censored us? Though these news stations would, cease, would have already ceased to exist. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you said it yourself. You, know, you were banned. You know, a, lot, a lot of conservatives I know are banned. A lot of people that I... You know, and, and I was not always aware of this. I used to work at Blaze TV. I worked with a lot of people there before it was Blaze TV. It was Sierra TV. I worked with one guy. His name's Gavin McInnes. I'm sure a lot of people know yep. who he is. Yep. And he is probably one of the biggest victims I've ever met of this censorship because he is not at all who the media says he is. And by the way, even if he was, there's no reason constitutionally to ban him. There is. It's just not at all what was supposed to happen in our society. Uh, that's we've gone so far from that, but. You know, it's just, it's the way that we've sort of, the way that they see see conservatives, I would say, conservatives who work in media, is they have to shut down the conversation because the only argument they have a lot of the time is a very emotional one. 
And, you know, that also plays into the, you know, weakness and the masculinity aspect here. I mean, really, two grown men can't handle, like, an intellectual debate over an issue. I mean, it's there's so many components of this that we're seeing in censorship, because what censorship is, is it's saying, you know, it it reminds me a lot of, like, King Henry VIII. It reminds me a lot of, like, you know, a, a monarch, the way that they saw the world. No one must speak except for myself. Like, they're just the absolute ruler here. Mm-hmm. And that's how CNN and MSNBC, that's how they all see themselves. And it's so sad the way that, you know, not only do they ban do they ban conservatives all the time on media, but then on social media, but then they, now we have no way of defending ourselves. So they can make us out to be whatever they want. We can be these monsters. And then the worst part, I was actually talking to David about this today, is they ban, you know, they could ban a really... Act, a person that actually is racist and then somebody who's totally normal so you have dave portnoy in the same camp as like as um, richard spencer you know and it's yeah. like that that's not fair either because dave portnoy is a very very centrist person i don't even think he's really that political he goes on fox news sometimes but i mean really he could not be more of like a middle more of a middle of the road guy he's just free markets you know right um, and then they also they they treat him the same way that they would the richard spencers of the world and that's why it's so it's crazy the way that they've put us all in the same camp. And you see the same thing happening with January 6th. Yeah. You know, suddenly you have this small group of people that uh, were involved in this. And then suddenly all Trump supporters are January 6th uh, rioters. It's just, they, they do that for a reason because they want everybody to be seen the same way. And people think to themselves, well, it's only the crazy far right people. Uh, no, it's not. That's them today. But every single day we grow closer and closer and closer to it being you. I mean, literally Dave Portnoy uh, was talking about on Twitter yesterday about how he was shadow banned. Yeah, I um, saw that. I saw that. And it's like, it, how far is it going to go? It's Dave Portnoy. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It, and, and here's what it was. And I, t- and I actually talked to James O'Keefe about this, and, J- and James O'Keefe likes to say this thing where he says, we don't need to be running to our little conservative ghettos and our little platforms to be echo chambers. We need to be in Times Square. How- and I agree with that to a certain extent, but at the same time, if, if you're not wanted somewhere, right, YouTube, Facebook, I mean, they don't, they don't have to let us speak. They don't have to let us have First Amendment. They are their companies. It is what it is. I, I don't agree with it at all. But it's time to roll up our sleeves and do it ourselves. So we've done that with Rumble. We've done that with, you know, Telegram. We've done that with Real America's Voice News. You And we're starting to do that. And, and I think their biggest fear is us building businesses for all boats to rise on the conservative side. And, to, and, and we're crushing them. And so they're crying about it. And that's what you saw Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo sitting there crying about was they have no control over this. They have control over social media. They can just call Jack Dorsey, call Mark Zuckerberg and say, hey, you know, cut that off for us. But they, they can't control Real America's Voice News. They can't control Telegram and Rumble and stuff like that. And so that's why they're, they're crying so much. But let's get into what we were talking about before the show. The, we talked about this right this book right here, this one-minute prayer for dads. And I told you the other day that I was talking about the importance of the man's role in the family, the man's role in society, and as a dad, you know, being close to God. And you, you touched on that as well, about how getting away from God is really the cause of all this. You want to touch on that for a little bit for the audience? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly the biggest issue that we're facing today. It is the ultimate issue is the fact that we've strayed so far away from God. We've removed it from everything. We actually did a whole show on that today uh, on the water cooler about how, you know, this stray away from God. When you when you lose God, you lose the person, the the person that the, or the being to look up to. You lose your moral guidance. And so as humans, you then go, where else do you go for that? Well, what we see with the left a lot of times is they go to people which is where you see them worshiping the Don Lemons and the Chris Cuomo's of the world. And not just them, 
but you see them worshiping the Joe Bidens, the Dr. Fauci's of the world. So Joe Biden says, oh, today we're going to wear, wear two masks. And the left says, okay, great. What about tomorrow? Are we going to wear three? Yeah, three masks tomorrow. And, you know, it's just you see them becoming sheep because they worship them. And, you know, you're led down this increasingly sinful path as you follow these people because people are bound to fail. We're not perfect. You know, people are not we're, we're, you know, inherently sinners. And that's why it's so dangerous to to worship a person. When you follow God, you're seeking redemption. Mm. You're seeking a path that is, you know, far more, uh, it, it leads you to a better place, not only in life, but obviously in everlasting life. I mean, that's the whole point of it, uh, beyond the physical world. And so it's, it's very, it's interesting how we've seen this. Uh, and, and I did an interview with uh, a woman yesterday who's, um, whose husband actually died in the hospital. Really, a really sad story because he was not allowed to have ivermectin. And not only did the hospital refuse to administer ivermectin, but the doctor that they asked to come in to give it to him was not allowed in because of COVID restrictions. Mm. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting because the response to that from the left on Twitter was just insane. I mean, not something that we wouldn't have expected, but they were saying, great, one less Republican on this earth, one less crazy guy. Like, he should have died. That's wow. what he gets for being stupid. Wow. That's a, you're an idiot. I mean, this woman is grieving. Yeah. You know, her and her family are grieving. They just had their, her husband just died. And it just goes to show that you know, the, the people that they follow are not good people. And so they're okay. They don't have a moral <clears> compass. <throat> they're okay with saying those things because they don't believe in God. And that's the biggest problem. And that's just one example. But to your point, uh, yeah, we see this uh, basically deteriorating the masculinity in our country because, you know, I also did a, another one of those rants where I talked about a guy in Target who was harassing a woman for not wearing a mask. I mean, this guy looked like a total loser, by the way. He looked like, I don't even know if he was a man or a woman. I, I couldn't identify the gender. I mean, God knows what it is. But, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating because how pathetic is that? And, you know, I live in D.C. where I see young men my own age walking around wearing a mask outside and i'm like i'm supposed to be attracted to you i know like, please i know well <laughs> boys are girls girls are boys up is down left is right you know what i mean it's it's but a great pathetic you know the men are supposed to be you know to think that a man is like a scared of a, a virus with a less than two percent mortality rate a young man a young healthy man my age i mean what is happening well you live in D.C., that's that's number one. <laughs> so there's not a lot of men there. <laughs> that's fair, but even I'm from Pennsylvania, and I go home, and they're doing it there, too. Yeah, I know. Does it. I know. And I, I think it's just this, you know, I don't think we're teaching young men to be men. And I think they're brainwashed <clears throat> to think that it's toxic to be masculine. Well, true masculinity is not toxic. Um, that's uh, true. Breaking news here. Yeah. So I, I just... <laughs> It's just a shame. I mean, the way that and and it puts and I think women are the biggest victims here because we no longer have a leader in the household. We no longer have options to get married to that are leaders. And it leads to just the complete deterioration of Western society. Well, you are correct. And, you know, it's been an honor talking to you. It's been an honor having you on the show. Uh, it's nice to have strong women come on here and talk about strong men for a change and uh, and, and, and somebody who gets it, especially at your age. Um, so it's been an honor. Thank you so much for coming on. Can you just let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Because I know you do a lot of guest hosting, and I know people are big fans of you and, and would like to keep up with you outside of the show as well. Yes, of course. Well, thank you. Um, at, on Instagram, you can find me at Anna Perez DC, and then also the same on Twitter, and I have the same handle on Getter, Anna Perez DC. So thank you for letting me uh, come on. It was really fun. Well, yeah, well, I will have more of that, and maybe I'll come on your show someday too. But, you yes, know, we'd love to have you. here's to making the world better. God bless you, and thank you so very much.
God bless. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye. Anna Perez, ladies and gentlemen, Real America's Voice News producer and guest host for the Water Cooler with David Brody. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more news right after this. Fill your coffees. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So what do you guys think of her? Bad Moon says real men want real women and vice versa. Real women want real men. I'm so glad I have a real guy, says Victoria. You know, they don't make them like they they used to, do they? Um, The men are starting to rise up. You are correct. I believe you are correct. The men are definitely starting to rise up. Such a wonderful young lady, says Dory. Um, Absolutely. They're always trying to borrow your undies. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Wise beyond her years. Well, that's what I thought. I didn't... Um, not because of the way she looked or anything, but because of the way she spoke and her, her wisdom and the way she talked, I didn't think that she was 24 years old. And when I heard, when I saw that clip yesterday that she was 24 years old, I was like, wait a minute, what? A 24 year old gets it like this? So I was like, I gotta have her on. So it was great to be able to reach out to her. It was great that this, uh, the Real America's Voice team is so tight. I could just reach out and, and she's like, yep, I'll come right on. And, um, if you ever watch her, by the way, uh, host the show for David Brody, she does a phenomenal job. She does a phenomenal job. Hopefully she gets her own show as well. Um, looks, haha, what, Jeremy? Not sure what you meant by that. We love her, smart girl. Um, she's awesome. She's beautiful, funny, and smart, intelligent. People are saying alpha, not beta. Black Bear says, make masculine men great again. Maybe that should be a shirt, huh? Make masculinity great again. Um, but it's true. There's a role for a man and there's a role for a woman, folks. Let's face it. There's a role for a man and there's a role for a woman. And we should accept and embrace that. I mean, that's when we are at our best, is when we accept and embrace that. Very smart lady beyond her years. So I don't have a lot of time left. I got about seven minutes. Going to come back, do about uh, three, four minutes, go to another commercial break, and then um, and then finish the show. So actually, that might have been. Wait, that was. No, we still got one more. <laughs> Sorry, it's Friday, folks. Give me a break here, will ya? Welcome back to Real America's Voice News, live from America. So honored to have Anna Perez on. Got a couple things to get through, so let's just go ahead and get through them right now. Um, Gavin Newsom, ladies and gentlemen, Gavin Newsom has announced first state in the nation K through 12 COVID vaccine mandate for in person learning we knew it was coming we were called tinfoil hat wearing uh crazy people for the longest time um and even around here my wife even said that she's had people say to her what are you crazy they're not going to end up mandating this for children to go to school and i said to my wife i go do people really believe that do people really believe that they weren't going to mandate this for children to go back to school? Well, they are in California, folks. As soon as the FDA approves it for everybody at all ages, you are going to be required K through 12 to go to public school. You'll have to have a vaccine. Here is recently um, uh, recalled, uh, but not recalled because the election was probably stolen there too. Anyway, here's Governor Gavin Newsom explaining his new mandate. And that's why we recognize our responsibility to do more. And that's what we are announcing here today. A statewide requirement for in-person instruction for all of our children to add to a well-established list that currently includes 10 vaccinations and well-established rules and regulations that have been advanced by the legislature for decades to add to that list the vaccination uh, for COVID-19. We intend to do that once the FDA has fully approved 
the vaccine, which will give us time to work with districts, give us time to work with parents. And there you go, folks. He's getting ahead of the, putting, the, putting the cart in front of the horse. It's not even approved for young kids yet, but he doesn't care. He wants to make sure that on day one, when it is approved, which it will be very soon, which is ridiculous because community is not even available yet. And that is the ingredients that was approved. That's what was what approved. We can't get that anyway. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Gavin Newsom getting ahead of everything, making sure that on day one when it is approved, your children will need to be vaccinated. So it's up to you, California. What do you want to do? What do you want to do, California? Do you want to send your kids to school now? You want to pull them out of, high, uh, pull them out of public school now? You want to homeschool them? Send them to charter schools? He's going to do anything he can. These, these governors are going to do anything they can to stick your kids with that vaccine, whether you want it or not. They're going to make their lives a living hell until you allow it. So it's going to be up to you. There's going to be a lot of decisions that have to be made real quick. And brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, 400,000 illegal aliens are set to come through the southern border in the month of October. Mayorkas has already admitted it. So because of that, Senator Mayorkas... And the entire Biden administration, I'm so sick. I don't even have enough dum-dums to throw for these guys. Come on. Come on. 400,000? I mean, I said it before and I'll say it again. If you were trying to take down the United States of America, the best way to do it is to follow the Obama or the Biden plan. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst people on the planet. And they're trying to destroy this country from within. And also, folks, you might want to buckle up too and you might want to buy as much toilet paper and everything else you can right now because there are hundreds of cargo ships waiting to come into the United States from all walks, uh, I mean, from every bit of our border, from all miles of our border. There's cargo ships waiting to come in. Why? Why are we waiting? Is COVID stopping ships from coming in too? You got to be really careful, folks. You got All you can do is prepare Make sure that you and your family are set. Make sure you have the necessities that you need. That's the only thing you can do. So please prepare. 400,000 illegal aliens set to come in. That's going to affect Texas, Arizona, California, New Mexico, all those border states down there. They're going to have to step up. Texas, you got to step up. Arizona, you got to step up. If the federal, federal government isn't going to do it, then you guys have to do it. Send your National Guard down there. Send your border. Send your police down there. Send your county sheriffs down there. Hell, send regular civil uh, civilians down there. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. One more break. We'll come back right here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News, and show you a really wonderful video of people coming together right after this. Now, folks, I know you were wondering what has been happening with the uh, Trump supporters and BLM and Nikki Minaj supporter, uh, supporters all working together. We're going to show that video right when we come back, okay? Um, we, we, need, we need a rally at the border, says Terry. Well, we need a lot more than a rally. Maybe we need a moat and some alligators. You need to pick up the dum-dums on the floor. <laughs> I know. I do every day. I got to go buy some survival food. Already have a generator. Good idea. Definitely, me and my wife are looking into that too. You can buy like hundreds of pounds of rice for so cheap right now. You might as well get it while you can. She was showing me some of the groceries that she got last night. 20 to 30% hike already in price from what we were paying just three, four months ago. I mean, it is a massive, massive problem that this administration is causing on this on this. Uh, on this country, and we got to do something about it now. Um, excellent, Jeremy. I've been wondering about that. I heard the ships don't have enough employees to unload. That could be. That could be. But I have a, um, I have an image that I'm going to post this uh, probably tonight of um, overhead view of all the ships. There's hundreds, hundreds. So don't let the mainstream media lie to you. They're out there waiting. 
they're definitely out there waiting to come in. Have a great weekend, everyone, says Angie B. Thank you, Angie. Appreciate that. And Kelly Bruno says, Jeremy, exactly where will you be in St. Louis, Missouri? Uh, to be determined. TBD. To be determined. I'm not quite sure yet. There are veterans willing to go to protect the border. Yep, there are. Thousands of them. And militia members as well. And militia members. So, I love that I could cook Spanish rice all day long. Hundreds of pounds of rice for very cheap right now. That's what we're, we're going to get anyway. All right, let's come back and finish this up, shall we? Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Don't got a lot of time left, so I wanted to show you a very, very inspiring video. Trump supporters, Black Lives Matter organization, together. Is that a nightmare for the left? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Check it out! That is the left's worst nightmare right there. Black Lives Matter and Trump supporters together uniting under a common cause. My body, my choice. No vaccine, no force. I know somebody in Black Lives Matter. Hawk Newsom. Maybe I'll reach out to him. Maybe we will give the left the worst nightmare they've ever had. Ooh, I got some things cooking behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to do it for Live from America. I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your families, and I will see you bright and early Monday morning for more Live from America. Look at these good donations coming in at the end of the day. Unbelievable. Have a great weekend, folks. See you later. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America